Hi folks and welcome back to a new season of Unseen, the podcast where we chat about some of the brilliant projects happening at Queen's Hall Arts Centre, the creative heart of the community. Um, and as well as bringing you fantastic interviews and stories, we are also going to be doing a bit of a Queen's Hall newsletter to keep you updated on some of the brilliant things that are going on here that you can enjoy. So for those of you who have not listened before, my name's Bridie and also here with us today, we have the wonderful Kelly France, marketing lead for Queen's Hall. Hi, Kelly. Hello. So there's some fabulous things happening at Queen's Hall in the month of March and Kelly is the expert at these things. So over to you, Kelly, what, what's happening that we need to know about this month? No pressure. Um, we've got so many great productions and events coming. Um, we've kind of started our spring programme now. Um, we're a few months in. There's been a real buzz, which has been lovely. Um, and things are getting really busy behind the scenes um, as we kind of welcome all these amazing artists and companies to Hexham. So um, I just wanted to mention as well the exhibition so it's been running for a few months already, but it is quite a long exhibition. It's available light by Hexham-based photographer John Parker. Um, and it's if you've not seen it, you can drop in any time until the end of April. Um, it's free. And it's a collection of previously unseen photographs of amazing musicians um, from the 70s and 80s. So people like Van Morrison. Um, but I also wanted to flag that we're actually doing a bit of a call out for you to share your memorable gig pictures with us. So there's lots of mentions of that on our social pages. So if you look at the Queen's Hall Hexham on social, you'll be able to find information or head over to the website. Um, and there's a chance to win some free tickets. So that's quite exciting. Um, and we've received loads of amazing images already of people um, at gigs at Queen's Hall, elsewhere in the Northeast, in London, America, um, just sharing pictures of, of events that they've been to. Um, and then we also use those images in the exhibition itself. So it's your chance to get your work shown on the big screen in Queen's Hall. Um, so, yeah, there's more information on all of that on the website. And also there's a podcast episode, a bonus yes. episode, um, where um, Dominic Smith chats to the photographer from the Available yeah. Light exhibition, isn't there? Yeah, and that's playing in the exhibition space itself, um, which is really nice. And that's um, you can also find that on the website as well. And that just kind of really goes into how this exhibition came to life. Because like I say, it's a catalogue of previously unseen work. Um, so it's, there's a bit of a story behind how it's made its way to our to our walls. <laughs> oh, it's it's amazing that it's that that body of work is here, isn't it? It's just incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's really lovely as well seeing like audiences waiting to go in for music shows and comedy, um, just kind of taking the time and, and looking around the different pictures and seeing acts that they saw when they were young or that they've heard their parents talk about. And there's some really iconic big names there as well. I won't spoil it, but it's yeah, it's amazing exciting stuff and if comedy is more your personal flavor what's going on uh with comedy in march um so we've got a sold out gig from alfie muir um sorry guys promising... <laughs> i know yeah oops um he's promising to share some real stories from his days working as a policeman so it is a really interesting one um and i actually missed out on getting a ticket for that one so oh. yeah it's just a reminder to act fast. 
Yes, um, in the future, yes. Yeah. Um, so later in the month, on Friday the 30th of March, we've got Ivor Graham, who feels like he's been labelled as a bit of an up-and-coming one to watch for quite a while mm-hmm. now, but I feel like he's he's kind of really tipping that into finding his place on the comedy scene. Um, and he's he is selling fast. <laughs> I'm going to be saying that a lot because spring is proven very popular, our spring season. Um, but his observational style of comedy um, is really relatable, I think, even though he's gone to both Eton and Oxford and plays on that a little bit. Um, he's definitely really relatable and his kind of daily observations of being a parent and stuff um, are amazing and hilarious. So if you're looking for some weekend laughs at the end of the month, I'd recommend giving him a go. Yes, I would too, definitely. I'm a big fan. He's fantastic. Um, yeah, and it's really great to hear that comedy is selling out as well really fast at Queen's Hall. That there's obviously like yeah. a real appetite to go out and have a laugh. It's really good. I feel like we're getting ourselves a bit of a comedy club if that makes sense. Like, I feel like there's a real kind yeah. of, yeah, there's an appetite for what's coming next. Um, and there are some big names coming. So keep an eye on our social. Exciting. You're teasing that one, Kelly. Yeah, I'm a teaser. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. What, what else? What else is going on? Uh, music wise, um, we're excited for Salt Lines. It's a bit of a special show that we've got coming. So that's on Tuesday, the 14th of March. Um, and it's described as an inspiring prose and music collaboration between best-selling author Raina Wynn, who um, you might know she wrote The Salt Path, and gig, gig spanner Big Band. Um, and I, yeah, I am going to be saying this a lot, it is selling fast. So if you want in a ticket, I really wouldn't hang around. I think we've got about 20% of the tickets left or something at time of recording. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and it is, it's been featured on the telly. It's been on like all of the local news and everything. And I think there's a real kind of noise around the show. Um, so I'd definitely recommend getting a ticket if you're, if you're interested. Fabulous. That sounds amazing. I, I, every, every time I speak to you, I'm always like, oh, I think I'm going to be coming up to, uh, <laughs> I think I'll be coming up to Queen's about five times this month. That's <laughs> what we want. So <laughs> I know. It's just amazing. Amazing. Come on then, continue to continue to tantalise. What else is going Where on? Where shall we go next? <laughs> shall we go to the theatre? We'll have a bit of theatre. Yeah, go on um, then. Yeah, a bit of theatre. So later in the month, on Tuesday the 28th of March, we've got, we're part of the World Premier Tour, which is very exciting, um, of Teachers Leavers 22 by John Godber. Um, so it's landing in Hexham and we're really excited. It's for one night only um, as part of a UK-wide tour. And there's, again, there's a lot of noise about this um, production nationally. Um, And it's basically bringing some, it promises to bring some terrifying teachers and hopeless pupil characters to stage. So I think it's going to be hilarious. And we know that we've got some teachers booked on. We've got some teachers who book tickets and we've got some students that book tickets. So it's going to be an interesting one. Amazing. (laughs) Some some relatable content, no doubt. (laughs) Yeah. From both sides, I think. Um, yeah, and we've yeah. just we've just loaded the trailer to the website as well. So that's on there if you want to go and have a look. Um, yeah, it looks amazing. Incredible, incredible. And of course, um, as always, there's some lovely stuff for families to enjoy as well, isn't there? There is, yeah. Um, a little bit different, I think, actually, coming up. So on, the, on Saturday the 18th of March, we've got Top Secret, The Magic of Science. 
Um, so we're preparing for our theatre to be transformed into a laboratory um, and for lots of amazing experiments to take place. So, yeah, I think it's a changing kind of mood for the programme um, and we're sticking with it a little bit, as I'll explain, but I think it's it's going to be an interesting one. Um, they are promising lots of kind of wow moments and how did they do that um, and lots of kind of big bangs on the stage. So, yeah, watch out for that one. Um, and then for Easter half term, we've got ventriloquist Steve Hewlett on Thursday, the 6th of oh, April. Amazing. So it's an evening show, which I think is quite nice during um, the, the school break to come out on a night with, with the parents. Um, and you might remember he amazed crowds on Britain's Got Talent. So he did really well on Britain's Got Talent. He's absolutely amazing. And I think he's bringing a few characters um, with him. And that's as much as I'll say. But if you go on the website, there's more information. Um but yeah, it's looking like a good show. Um, and then more science fun on Tuesday, 11th of April. We've got <laughs> we've got Morgan and West, um, who are renowned for their science, bringing science to the stage. Um, and that one is on Tuesday, the 11th of April, during half term as well. And then to finish off that Easter half term, we've got How Long Is a Piece of String, um, which... Bridie can tell you a little bit more about. How Long Is a Piece of String is the new offering by uh, the wonderful Fully Booked Theatre, who are a dance company based here in the Northeast. And I was lucky enough to grab a little uh, chat with their co-artistic director, Jennifer Essex, um, all about the show, about the process, how it was made, how um, her love of car washes was, in fact, the original inspiration for the whole piece, which I found hilarious. Um, <laughs> and I think we're going to have a little listen to that interview now. So here we go. I am sat here in the studio with the wonderful Jennifer Essex, who is the co-artistic director of Fully Booked Theatre. Um, and it's just really fantastic to have this opportunity to, to have a have a chat with you um, because you're bringing one of your amazing productions to Queen's Hall and we'll get on to that in a bit. But first, what would be great uh, for our listeners that perhaps haven't heard of you or your work, if you maybe just... Give us a little, uh, little potted synopsis, a little bio of, of, of what you do and, and what you're all about, if that's okay. Sure. Um, so I'm, I was originally a dancer from Canada and that took me to London and I've always enjoyed choreographing and making dances. Um, so I've been doing that for probably 20 years now. Um, and kind of, Seven years ago or so, I moved up to the Northeast and I worked part-time with Teesside University. And then I also um, co-artistic direct Fully Booked Theatre and we make kind of interactive dance theatre for kind of for children and for families. And a lot of our work recently has been outside for festivals. Um, and then this most recent work needed to go back into theatres because it's the sound is so kind of intricate and the kind of interactions are intricate and they need to be kind of within this more special theatre environment. Um, yeah. And um, you mentioned that you moved to the Northeast seven years ago. Is I think that so, right? around that. And um, how, how have you found that experience of moving to the Northeast? Yeah, great. I mean, I think because I'm originally from Canada, the Northeast feels a little bit more familiar in some ways quite friendly 
you know, in Canada, we always talk to strangers. I find that here people are quite open to talking to strangers. And it's quite wild up north. You know, there's like the sea and the hills and the dales. And that's all kind of more familiar to me. Whereas where I was in London, maybe there was a little bit less access to that kind of wildness and less access to talking to strangers. Yeah, I totally, so funny. I completely identify with that. That That is that thing in the Northeast where if you hop on a bus or a metro, pretty much guaranteed someone's going to tell you their life story. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like that. I like that too. I think especially as artists, maybe there's a little bit of, there is a little bit of nosiness for me. Like I love it when people tell me things because it kind of, I always find it quite creatively inspiring. I don't know if it's the same for you. Yeah, those incidental kind of encounters with people that you would have, that aren't in your circle of friends are really nice. Absolutely. And you mentioned that in your intro already, um, uh, your piece, your current piece of work, How Long is a Piece of String, uh, which is coming to Queen's Hall on Friday the 14th of April. Um, and I have to say, I had such a lovely time um, researching the, the piece in, in prep for chatting to you. And it was just so lovely, particularly reading the, the audience quotes. It was just really joyous because the things people have said are just really lovely. I, I'm just going to read a couple for our for our listeners because they're, they're so fun. This is my favourite one. Thoroughly bonkers and extremely special. I love that. Um, and there's a nice one. I was captivated by its vibrance and uniqueness. And the simple story, especially at a time where hugs are something we longed for during COVID times, was heartwarming, joyful and tearful all at the same time. And it just seems like that those range of quotes, we go from something about just how creative and sort of, I love the word of the use, bonkers, to something that's actually really quite moving and quite human, which I found interesting. There's that huge spectrum of reflection. So it would just be lovely for you to tell us a little bit about the show and what, what people what, what people are in for. Sure. Um, so it, uh, we did start to make it... Um, we got a grant to make it just before COVID kind of came. Um, and so the whole process was informed by that. And one of the things that happened was my mum, who still lives in Canada, um, she lives by herself. So the thing that she missed the most was being hugged. I really felt that in my soul that, mm. um, you know, if you, if you kind of weren't living with somebody, then you didn't get hugged. And uh, so that, that became what the show was kind of about. I knew I had these characters. They're called String and Strong and they're completely kind of covered in fringing. You can't see their faces. You can't see anything. So their whole story is told through movement because the fringe moves so beautifully. And the costumes were made by Emily Rose Spreadborough. And the idea is that they don't get along. They're these two characters from another planet. They don't speak any English so the audience helps them. They try to help them get along by teaching them how to hug each other. And I think it is quite bonkers. They look, I think they look amazing and they're extremely silly and their voices that we've made. Um, so with Alicia and Rosie, the two performers, their voices are so distinctive. The kind of noises are extremely expressive and um, actually the technicians, the lighting technicians at Dance City, where we did the show originally, said they still imitate the voices themselves. <laughs> they would make themselves laugh. 
So yeah, the, yeah, they've got these two kind of characters who are trying to hug, and and the the people who come to watch the children and the families and um help them do that through various invitations. So we invite people to add their voices to our sound score, so you can tell them what an amazing hug feels like or describe it to them, and that becomes part of the score for the piece. You can play these little stars, play music, a string loves music, and that can help her come out of her shell and play games with them, teach them how to play peekaboo. You can um, help them get along by sharing your name and helping them to understand language in that way. Yeah, I think for me, part of the fun of it is that every show is a little bit different because it kind of depends on who is there and um, their, their kind of, yeah, their reactions to everything and how they add to it. So at one point we ask for some names from the audience and the way that people give their names becomes part of that play and part of the show. And yeah, yeah, I really like that everything is different and that it's not just, you know, please sit there quietly and watch this performance, but like, come on, let's get rowdy and play and have fun together. That's wonderful. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean, that, that that is the specialness of life live and live yeah. theater like any kind of live art that it is a little bit different every time and it's a little bit scary but it's yeah. also really exciting definitely, isn't it? Scary. Yeah. <laughs> definitely scary so i'm totally fascinated as to how you pull together a piece of a piece of work like this um because there's so many different elements to it so what was it like um that, like the rehearsal process and I, I would imagine that the ideas for it started long before you got in the rehearsal room together yeah, the idea. I love going through car washes. <laughs> you know, like you know the big blue bristly ones that are like I've loved it since I was a kid. Like, oh, and um, Harry and I started talking about like you know making this kind of time machine with these two creatures that were those car wash things that and the spinning of them and it was like so kind of kinetic. The idea, and obviously it's evolved since then. So the work is collaboratives i've got this kind of team of people that it develops with we work with um Giovanna Bakovic, who did all the music and helped us um figure out how to work with ableton so we could make that kind of creative technology aspect of it work and we work with emily rose spreadborough who's an amazing designer um and i've worked with her since she graduated but now she's kind of like works with amazing feature films but she still does the stuff for us so quite lucky to have her as our designer and then um we worked with rob anderson was the original performer and now we work with um rosie and alicia and they kind of add as we develop the characters they you know develop those characters with us um so that was basically the team and we started collaborating outside of the studio so we kind of use a lot of technology to kind of share videos and images and ideas and thoughts and things that were inspiring us. Um, and then we were lucky because we got this residency at Dance City. So we were actually all in the same building and Emily was like designing the costume. She got this little space and she had all of her string, like everywhere was fringing and string. And Giovanna was like just singing and playing the piano. And it was amazing. Oh, it sounds absolutely incredible. 
And it's it's a funny question to ask people because I think when you're in something, you're so immersed by it. But have you already kind of got your got your little thinking cap on of like, what's next? What am I going to do next? Are you taking that? Are you chewing that yeah. over yet? Yes. So Harry and I, who run the company together, and he's kind of does yeah. most of the dramaturgy and tells me, you know, this story doesn't make any sense because I get a lot of visual images in my head. So we started talking about some things. Um, but I don't know. I'm not sure where to next. I'm not sure. I do. Um, I've been doing some more aerial work. So I'm thinking about something oh, that wow. is like more multidimensional in that it can kind of occupy that upward space. Thinking about that. Oh, well, we'll have to keep <laughs> our eyes peeled for that because that sounds great. <laughs> oh, it's been so wonderful to talk to you. And I'm so excited about this show. And I just really kind of encourage people to go out and, and see it because just, just the few videos that I've watched of it, they're so evocative and they're so creative and so utterly bonkers and it seems like also very child-centered as well like it seems like it's all about capturing the imagination of children yeah i think i'm i hope so that's that's what we're definitely what we're aiming for yeah yeah that's definitely how it landed <laughs> so thank you so much for your time and just massive good luck with it all Thanks, thank you for having me on So that was the wonderful Jennifer Essex, co-artistic director of Fully Booked Theatre. Oh, it was so lovely to speak to Jennifer. I just, um, it was a wonderful experience. Um, what was it like to listen to, Kelly? I think it was really interesting hearing her story of how she kind of came to present work on Northeast stages um, and how she, how yeah. her and her team work as well, I guess. She kind of touched on that as well. Um but the thing that really kind of resonated with me was the inspiration for the piece um, and kind of producing it during a COVID landscape, I guess, but how it's still totally relative today. Um, and I can imagine, I can just imagine that that audience in our studio theatre really kind of loving that interactive experience um, that the show is going to bring. And that it's it's for three plus. I don't know whether, we, whether the, the interview said that it's for audiences that are three plus. So I think it's a really nice, gentle, um, fun, first introductory piece um, to bring children along to the theatre for the first time as well. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. I think it's, um, I think what they, what they aim to do, I think, is to create pieces of work that are really exciting and interesting and uh, for children, but that there's also quite a lot of deep content yeah. that is more interesting for an adult audience as well. Yeah. That, that, that it, there is something there is something un underneath all of the fun and the creativity and the and the colours and the wildness. Um, you know, the, the kind of the message of the piece, I, I guess, which is quite important. And seeing how your children interact with it as well, I think, would be really interesting from a parent's point of view. Like, I think there's quite a lot to take away from that as well, um, and creating that kind of sense of ownership over the piece. Um, yeah, sounds really good. Yes, absolutely. So, um, yeah, get get booking for that. Uh, you do not want to miss this opportunity to see this wonderful piece of work. Um, and as always, you can head to queenshall.co.uk for more information on all of our upcoming shows um, and opportunities and to book tickets to the shows we've mentioned today. Yes, make sure you do that. Uh, see you all soon. Have a lovely week. Bye. Bye.